Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With short questions and responses, I'm showing you how to emphasize the most important word and what your response reflects based on the previous utterance in the conversation. If you're ready, let's get started. All right, let's first look at emphasizing in a question. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Right? So surprised and maybe a little bit in disbelief, like as in for real? Are you for real? As in, is this really happening? Or are you telling me the truth here? Are you kidding me? Right? So we're emphasizing kidding because that is the focal point of this utterance. Like, you're, you're kidding me here. This is a joke. Okay, the next one. You're going where? You're going where? Okay, so what is the most important word in this sentence? Where, right? That word was pronounced louder and I emphasized it. I spent a little bit more time on where. You're going where? You're going where? Right? You can barely hear the other two words. You are going, other three words, you are going where? So are you really going to that place? Are you really going to the place that you just told me or whatever the where represents, right? You're going where? So again, you're surprised and it's going to warrant a follow-up. You want to hear more about why this person is going to that place. Okay. Next one. He said, what? He said, what? Again, the emphasis is on what? He said, what? So in other words, you can't believe what he said. Did he really say that thing? Did he really say that? The what? Okay. Next one. Feeling okay? Feeling okay? All right. But you could also say feeling okay? Two different ways of emphasizing and two different meanings. Okay, so feeling okay, as in, is it really true that you're feeling well or not feeling well, depending on the situation? Feeling okay, so the emphasis is on the feeling part and how that person is doing, right? Maybe they have a fever. Maybe they have a headache. Maybe they've just come out of a cold and now they're back to work and they're pushing themselves and you're wondering, are, are they feeling okay? So you're sort of concerned in a way. Again, the focus is on the feeling. But with the other pronunciation and other emphasis with feeling okay, you're sort of skeptical as to whether they feel okay or not. So you might not believe that person when they say, I feel fine. And maybe they're doing something, but you notice that they're sweating a lot, maybe more than usual. And so you might pause and say, feeling okay? Because again, you're emphasizing if they're okay. 
Okay, so the point here is that something that they're doing or something that they're saying is making you wonder about this. And so stressing both and connecting them, or you can just emphasize the okay or the feeling depending on your preference and depending on your intention behind this utterance. Why are you asking in the first place, right? Out of concern, probably. It could also be out of surprise. But the point is you're focusing on the feeling or the okay. And this can be based on what has just been said by the other speaker or something that they're doing that's causing you to think, well, hold on a second. Let me ask them. Let me check in with them and see how they're actually feeling. Great. Okay. So now I'd like to focus our attention on emphasizing in a statement. Okay. So this is when somebody asks you something or you're in the middle of a conversation with them and you're responding with some emphasis to your words, right? So again, the reason we know something is emphasized and the way we can emphasize a point ourselves is by focusing on that word. And what I mean by that is you'll hear the word be pronounced even stronger than the other words in the sentence, as well as a little bit longer, right? You don't just gloss over them quickly. You're not just sort of saying it fast. And again, the connected speech really plays a role here. With the emphasizing, you're pointing it out, you're articulating it, and you're emphasizing it. It's obvious to us as a person speaking or as a person listening what the focal point of that utterance is. Okay, so let's give the example of I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Again, two different types of emphasis here. If we said, I'm fine, what you're really doing here is pointing out that this is how you feel. You feel fine. And if anyone has any doubts about that, that's on them because you're fine, right? If you were to say, I'm fine, that means that you feel that you are okay, you're fine, but you're sort of insinuating that maybe the person that you're speaking to is not fine or the other people in the room or in the conversation are not fine, but you have singled yourself out as someone who considers themselves to be fine, right? So again, it really depends on what you're emphasizing and that really drives the meaning behind your utterance. Okay, great. So let's go to the next one. It's freezing. It's freezing, right? So you can even point to, let's say, the AC in the room or the window open, or if you're in outside settings, then you can you know, motion to the outdoors, or maybe there's a gust of wind and it's about to blow you off your path, right? You can say, it's freezing. And so what you're doing here is you're remarking on how cold the temperature is. Great. We're famished. We're famished. So famished is when you're extremely hungry, where you really, you'll eat anything in sight. And it's a great adjective because instead of saying I'm very hungry or I'm super hungry, you can just use that word and you know, fewer words, the better, right? In a lot of ways, the more succinct we are, the more emphasis we can place. So here you're emphasizing, you're 
really hungry, right? You're famished and you're ready to eat a humongous meal. Okay. Next one. Leave him be. Leave him be. All right. So if the emphasis is on be, right, to be leaving him alone as leave someone be and not bother them, it's probably because the person doesn't want to talk right now. The person is not up to having a conversation. Maybe they're under the weather. Maybe they're just having a rough day and need some alone time. So the point here is leave him be, right? It's not time to talk to this person right now because they're not going to be engaged in the conversation. Okay, next one. What amazing news. What amazing news. All right, so if I pronounce it that way with the emphasis on amazing, we're pointing out how cool, how amazing that news is. So maybe your friend recently got a promotion and you're super happy for them. You can exclaim and share your delight by showing that, right? Through the emphasis of amazing, amazing. What kind of news is it? It's amazing news. You're so delighted and excited for them. What a cool opportunity. All right. But if you were to emphasize news, right? So you could say, what amazing news. What amazing news. That's also showing your excitement, but the emphasis is on the news part, right? It's not about the weather. It's not about an event coming up. It's about the news that they shared with you. And you're super pumped about whatever the news that they shared with you is. A baby, an engagement, a promotion, something happy happening in people's lives, right? And we like to share that with the people that we love, especially. So those are some examples of using emphasis to pronounce words when responding with a two-worded question right? It wasn't a long sentence. We didn't give a long statement. We were succinct and we're able to achieve a lot of meaning by emphasizing the words in the sentence or even in the question. So be mindful of where your stress, where the emphasis goes. So connected speech, standalone pronunciation and pronunciation for emphasis all carry slightly different pronunciation. I'm sure you're aware of this. So when you're emphasizing, think about what is the most important point that you'd like to get across as you speak the words, as you speak your statement or ask your question. Focus on the main point, what's the most important word in there, and get that across by saying it loudly, take a nice deep breath from your diaphragm, and use that powerhouse to voice your words. They will come out nice and emphasized, and the more you articulate, the better you will be able to emphasize the meaning in those words that carry weight. All right, advanced English learners, thank you so much for joining me for this lesson. The full transcript of this lesson can be found on our blog, so be sure to check out advancedenglish.co forward slash blog. And if you'd like to listen to this lesson instead and download it, you can do so. Go to our website again and find the podcast tab and you can download it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really enjoy the channel and the podcast and the content that we create for this channel for you all, please be sure to leave us a review. That would really help us out. So we appreciate it. 
All right. Well, I will see you in the next one where we're going to continue advancing your English together. Until then, keep up the awesome work. I will see you soon.